Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Off the Rails on SEN. Thanks for joining us today on Off the Rails. I'm Sally Mallion and I'm here with Ian Brown and Blair Gibbo-Gibson, as usual, to bring you the latest from the Gold Coast Turf Club here at SEN. How are you going, boys? Yeah, very good, Sal. Uh, well, thanks, Sal. Yeah, yeah, good week for me. Um, what's been happening in the life of Brownie? Oh, I just came off the back of Bow Desert Cup we had out there on Saturday at Bow Desert. It was a great day. We had about fifteen hundred people out there, and oh, great. ten races on a heavy track, and the track raced really well. So one of the biggest Bowie Cup days. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gold Coast has been running Bay Desert for what, the last two years now, and definitely the biggest in our time. So yeah. uh, it was really positive. Um, a lot of people got out there and helped raise some money for Darlene Giraffe. Oh, so that's fantastic! Some of the yeah. gate proceeds went towards um, her recovery. So yeah, no, really positive. All right, Good. we'll talk about all the winners that we tip later on. But we are joined by training. Superstar coming off a massive week, uh, Michael Costa, a local. How are you, Michael? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll start with the Grafton Cup, won't we? Um, well, big week in Grafton. How many horses did you have over the four days? And do you remember how many of them won? I think we ended up having 10 runners for five winners, I think it was. So that's, uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Tough. yeah, tough life. And well, Sal was going to actually bake you a cake with the amount of rides that Andrew's been, been having for the team. Um, I couldn't do that. It'll let him know that we have food in our house. <laughs> We're not meant to have food. Uh, well, we'll stay on the cup, I guess. Um, you nearly did the big double. Fobador beating a lip. It well, a little bit, but it was a, a an extraordinary run, sort of wide. Tell us, sort of, he had a little break. Was there, was there an issue there? He's obviously come back well. Yeah, about a year ago to date, he just had a small tendon branch strain and we had to give him a fair time off and it just took a lot of time to, to get him back. He's a big robust horse. He came back in over, over 600 kilos. So just took a little bit of time, but he's come back in phenomenal order. And like you said, he was pretty stiff there for the Ramoni. It's been his target this race and never missed the kick in his life, but he missed the kick and <laughs> had to travel wide and do all the hard work. So He's always had a bit of ability, hasn't he, right from the early days, Bobita, So Yeah, he has. He's got a phenomenal record as well. I think he's won five from ten and he yep. won the, the Rising Star Magic Millions race. So he's always that's been right. a pre- yeah. pretty handy horse. Yeah, that's that class four one, is it? Yeah. On wave day, yeah. Yep. So where to now with Fobita? He's uh, going to look at the missile stakes in Sydney. It's a little bit of an awkward awkward time of year, but um, we'll just have to watch to see what happens with the COVID restrictions and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and everything like that, but that'll be his next target. You had a bit of luck down there the other day with seeing too many? Yeah, it was good to go down nice there odds. and uh, yeah. get, the, get the money. I own her and she was 60 to 1. So. Oh, <laughs> even <laughs> better. <laughs> It was, a, it was a good result all around. I, I don't think I've cheered one that that hard in a, in a long time. Yeah, no, it was a great result. And we were talking off air, um, perfect deal. Um, she's a mare I've always had a lot of time for, but the the win leading into it, uh, the week before with, I think it was 62 kilos, yeah. obviously a weaker race, but, I mean, she was dominant. The riding was put on the wall, and, gee, she was brave late in the cup. Yeah, she was. She won really well first up in the prep and then she went to Eagle Farm and pulled up with a hoof abscess and she couldn't walk the next couple of days after that Eagle Farm run. That was the reason for the 
with the disappointing performance there. Yep. So I was a little bit, uh, she missed a lot of work going into that Grafton run and not many horses can step up from the mile to that, that 2200 and win with that top weight. She's she's only 450 kilos, so she's a real mighty mouse. Yeah. But uh, it was extremely tough and she won with um, plenty in hand. So for those out there not right into their racing and don't realise, so would you, because she couldn't get that work done, was it a game plan to go to that race all along or you used that race, you changed plan and went there to sort of get that extra fitness into her? It was a change of plan. She was originally booked to go to the Ipswich Cup and, and missing yeah, that. Right. And we had to pivot and go to the Grafton race. Wow. Look at that. Even smarter. Oh, I was going to say the Hoof Hubs has obviously got reported to the stewards after the race. Right? Being, <laughs> yeah. a, being an ex-steward yourself, you would have it, notified them of that? It did with a, with a few um, nasty words as well about being a bit disappointed about uh, the Eagle Farm track. Yeah, okay. And, <laughs> and, that's, and that's where we... You mentioned uh, the stewards there. You obviously, you lived in Grafton, um, so it would mean that extra little bit, I'd say, that to win the cup there in a place where you used to live. Yeah, I did. I lived in Grafton for just over, over a year and a half and got to know the cup and the, the club extremely well and just how much the cup meant to yeah. that uh, that community and, yeah. and just had a, a fascination with the whole whole cup and the, the race week. It's, uh, it's a phenomenal cup and one of the biggest country cups in the country, so... I've always wanted to win a group one, but if I wasn't going to win a group one, it had to be the Grafton Cup. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell yeah. you what, they do a phenomenal job down there, don't they? Four race meetings over the space of a week. Gosh, and um, couldn't see any issues with the track. Oh, the, the, track, the track yeah. looked amazing on the on TV. And they, don't forget on the Sunday, they raced on a heavy yeah, nine, I think it was. Yeah, a lot of rain mm. that week as They well. did a great job. And it was still playing fair the last day. Yeah, that's yeah. right. No, I can't believe it. Um, another thing, uh, what else we got? Some stats. I love a stat, Brownie. You know that, Sal. <laughs> um, in the last six months, uh, Mr. Costas got 32 winners from 105. We'll round that up to 31%. For the punters out there, if you're level staking, um, say 100 a horse, 51% profit on turnover. One for you, Sal. Andrew's had 10 of those rides. How many winners has he got? Oh, I'm wanting to say six of yes. them. There yeah, we go. Yeah, 10 rides for the cost of sale with six wins. And so. counts every dollar that comes into the bank yeah, account. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you should have cooked that cake. Um, mate, that's phenomenal. You've got to be happy with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it is fantastic. Uh, I think the stable's definitely an outlier in the industry considering what sort of uh, quality of stock we've got and where we're at. Yeah. Uh, we're still growing and uh, still building and we've – you look at all the the Grafton winners and and the majority of those winners they're all cheap horses. Perfect deal was sixteen thousand. Yeah. Uh, the cat she was ten thousand. Uh, modern number one was a thirty one thousand dollar tridos purchase. So they're all they're all cheap, relatively cheap and value yep. horses, and um, we're we're getting them to the races and, and running well. The key is just to run them when they're well. Yep. And I I do you have targets? Like I asked jockeys, do you, do you have a number you aim for, or do you have like you know, like I said, you're striking at 31%. Do you have that or do you just do you just think oh, we'll just do the best with what we've got? Yeah, you just got to do the best with what you've got and our focus is just continue to add value to the clients and you fo- focus on that and turn out the horse the best way you can. That's all you can focus on. You can't uh, can't really con- control your stats, so you've just got to focus on the things you can uh, can control. Yeah. I think most trainers will say the key is just to placing them right and I think that's something that Michael does unbelievably yeah. well. Yeah, really. Recognises the quality of the horse. Yeah. and places them accordingly. Yeah. And that's that's what leads to the results. Yeah. yeah. Probably one last thing is the jockeys as well. We only um, we spoke about it the other yeah. day. We only use a couple of key jockeys, and um, we put a lot of trust in them, and uh, that's hopefully where we get the results. Yeah, well. it, re- it really does seem that, and as I mentioned, yeah, it just leads to that bit of stability. It just seems like you know how they ride. Like, obviously, Andrew does a lot now, as well as Jag, and that last 
the last couple of months especially have just been, yeah, just yeah, churning out the winners. Really good momentum. And you've also got Michael Morrison on board and you yeah. two make a really great team as well. Yeah, good. It's it's when you're running a business, it's hard to find someone as motivated yeah. as you are, and he's uh, he's extremely hungry, and uh, all the team down the line as well. We're all we're all there. We've got a relatively young team, but they're hungry and and, yeah. and want to get results. Just on that, you've got about 40, 45 horses in work at the moment at Train Tech. Yeah, we've got forty four. So we're we're hoping to build and get to that sixty next year and just continue to build from there. Yeah, he's been very patient with the, the Turf Club over the last couple of years. We've been trying to get in those new stables yeah, at Train Tech. Some room um, <laughs> that, that's, as we've discussed on the show before, that's, uh, that's, those plans are certainly still underway and yep. we hope that within the next six to 12 months we can, we can give you a new U-Boot facility to invite all the owners over and sell some more horses through. Yeah, we look forward to it. We're great. Even more winners coming there. Um, have you got a favourite type of horse to train? Do you sprinters, milers, stayers? Is is this one that you favour or not really? Not really. I think there's a, there's a little bit more to training a stayer, so yep. it's a, a little bit more enjoyable to to kick off a plan and and go through a preparation, especially something like the Perfect Deal campaign. Yeah, oh, she's still one of my favourites. Well, just to, if you can explain to listeners why is that with a stayer, they just require a longer preparation, and I'm assuming it's more work on a daily basis. Yeah, it is. There's a little bit more to it, but then every horse is different as well. A horse like Seen to Many, she gets over a little bit of ground, but we don't work her. But I think there's just a little bit more uh, planning and uh, and workouts rather than the, the sprinters. You can just sort of keep fresh and uh, it's pretty simple. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Favourite part of training on the Gold Coast? Ah, uh, the Gold Coast, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I certainly don't miss Sydney whatsoever. It's uh, centrally based. Uh, the weather's great, uh, great to place the horses, which has been a key factor to our success. So uh, I think all of the, the above there. I, I'd never forget, I think it might have been, been 18 months ago, I was talking to you, it might have been the wards night or something, and and I think you said, why not why not live where everyone wants to holiday? And, that's it, that's and, correct. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I think that should be the catch cry for the club, yeah. Brownie. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's and what that's, we did. And that's, well, and that's we what we came pre- up here. Yeah, Sally and Andrew moved up yeah. here on that yeah. basis. Um, and yeah. it's, it's worked out for a lot of people. I know a lot of people have come up from down south and they just love the lifestyle up here. And that's why we promote it as the perfect place to train, race, play. Yeah. And on that note, Michael, um, we often ask our, ask our guests who um, one trainer you could give a horse to, a jockey who you get to ride and a, a venue, a racetrack around Australia or the world that you'd like to get to one day. Um, who are your choices? Uh, train, I'd say pass. I'd probably say Guy Walter yeah. and current yeah. David Van Dyke. I okay. think David's yeah. extremely good at um, probably doing a couple of the basics that we do, placing him well and, and knowing his horses extremely mm. well. Uh, venue, I'd have to say the Cox Plate, uh, Moody Valley. Oh, yeah. 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 Like to have a winner on Cox Plate, Dave, wouldn't you, hey? Yeah, and who'd write, who'd write it? J-Mac. J-Mac, yeah, J-Mac. good call. Best in the business. Yeah, and bef- before we go, we're not far off leaving. Uh, we'll plug your social media. You do it very well. What is it? Instagram, Twitter, and well, Facebook? Everything. All of them? Yeah, the whole everything. lot? Just Michael Costa Racing? That's the one. Um, and actually, my job's to find winners. And one horse I've been banging on about, Brownie, Sal, for a long time, more than number one. We finally got to see it run at Grafton and absolutely bolted in. How many in a row is it going to win? That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say <laughs> when's it going to win. Goal. How many in a row? <laughs> Uh, depends how many good rides we get. Like, uh, <laughs> it was a phenomenal ride and a very patient ride, but I was full of confidence in, in the horse. He's 
been a it looks to be a very good buy for that 31,000 and especially once we get him over to that middle distance as well but more than likely he'll head to a class three plate at Durban in uh, two and a half weeks time. All right, prize money there plus that one they've got their money back straight away because yeah. it will be winning. Um, mate, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's all, it's always a pleasure and glad to uh, have you on the Gold Coast at the Turf Club. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll be back in a minute on Off the Rails for the Gold Coast Turf Club. This is Off the Rails on SEN. Hello and welcome back to Off the Rails. I'm Blair Gibson. I'm here with Sally Mallion and Ian Brown for the Gold Coast Turf Club. Um, as I said, this is Off the Rails on SEN. And uh, we just had Michael Costa on. Jeez, he knocks up training winners, doesn't he, guys? He's yeah. going great. He's great. Fantastic advertisement for the Gold Coast Turf Club. Someone who's relocated here and just um, really hitting his strides at the moment. Yeah. Young fella on his way up. Yeah, as the jockey, Andrew Mallion, riding plenty there, Sal. Yeah, got to keep them, keep them coming. <laughs> Get me real happy, yeah. <laughs> he took his cupcakes home. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we know, Sal, you are the brains. You know everything that's going on around the club. Um, tell us some news. Yes, so we're... Oh, I've got to dance to my song every week. There you go. Um, yes, so we are nearing the end of the season and Brownie will uh, tell us a little bit about who's leading premierships and that a little bit later. But we also got a lot happening at the start of the new season, which comes on the uh, 1st of August, horse's birthday. Um, then on the 7th of August, being a Melbourne girl myself, I'm very, very excited about this. I might have to see if I can sneak <laughs> in and put some white gloves on to hold the Melbourne Cup. It's coming to the Gold Coast. So um, very good. excited. I've never, never held it, never no? touched it, never seen it. It's fantastic uh, just to see the people on track, how much they get behind it. Like all the members, yeah. they take it around, like the corporate suites and the members areas oh. and the public. And yeah. So they, this is on a race day, this is all going to happen? On a race day, that's right. Okay. So, um, and they all really, yeah, get really excited about it and rally behind right, it. So that's so. August 7th. That'll yep. be happening yep. on track. So make sure you get there. So okay. we're part of their national tour. So it's Excellent. going around and you've got to take that selfie where you're in the reflection of yeah, the right. So you've got to make sure you get that one. You've okay. Got to prepare yourself for that All right, goal one, <laughs> look at it. Goal two, touch it. Goal three, Selfie. Instagram photo with me. Yeah, in, maybe in we'll have bit. to get like a hashtag going that day or something. We'll talk to the girls and work it out with Flemington. But very excited for that. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, Johnny Letts, he companies to cover around. Yeah. I think that's his junket for the year. He just goes around Australia with the cup. What and, a job. Um, oh. he's, he's a real character. He's The, the ladies love Johnny. so um, <laughs> <laughs> He loves the ladies too. So <laughs> he's, he's great value. Uh, uh, and then after that, coming um, up in early September, we have Pink Ribbon Race Day. So we're very excited. The um, girls behind that, Robin Cameron does a fantastic job. Yeah. We're now focusing on breast cancer awareness and um, they raised 120000 last year. So That's good. Huge. And such a good race day. Yeah, yeah, does a fantastic job. And uh, I think last year was the first year where we were able to make it a standalone Metropolitan Saturday yeah. race yeah. meeting. So it's starting to get that national yeah. association yeah. that we're looking for. Yeah, it was a really good race day. We were there on track. Um, I think we're just coming out of sort of a lockdown sort of thing and we had as many as we could on track. Yeah, under yeah. The, under the circumstances and it was just, yeah, there was. It's I think those charity days, they got such a good vibe to them. Yeah. They do. You know, we had it for Men Matter. It was Pink Ribbon last year. So 
get to that pink ribbon day, it'll you know yeah. they'll raise another stack of money for a good cause and make sure you're dressed in pink. But yeah, um, hit the shops, get your pink dresses. We know suit. we know Steve and Brett. Oh yeah, the oh, bosses. Yeah. Some go. of the ugliest outfits you'll ever I see. I have oh. no idea what they got planned for this those year. Two, but... Between those two and Josh Fleming last year, <laughs> oh, that's Josh, right. It looked like that a flamingo pink suit. Oh gosh, it looked like a flamingo. But yeah, the whole course is. Pinked up yeah. um, to the nines, and you're right. It's just a there's a lot of goodwill out there. It's just yeah, a fun yeah, day. Yeah. So and, you and can the big tell pink it. ribbon in the mounting yard, sprayed yeah, on the grass yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Geez, that was outstanding last year. I think. So I think it's a bit of a competition between pink ribbon and Men Matter now. Who can raise which race day we raise yeah, the most good. money, but raising some some big dollars for good causes. So, so come on, ladies, go buy your pink dresses and your pink fascinators, and you've got to. Get there with your membership. So we have uh, lots of events there on the day that still have ticketing available. So give the Turf Club a call there. And tickets are online now. And we'll get Brownie a pink bow tie for the day. Oh, I've got to hand back the one I borrowed off you for Men Matter, mate. I didn't expect to see that again. Got that many compliments. The first time I've ever worn a bow tie and I had to tell everyone it was Gibbos. Yeah, and so you've gone out and you've gone and bought three new ones, haven't you? You're converted, oh, aren't yeah, you? You have. Gonna, you have. You'll sorry. never wear a tie again. <laughs> so much easier. I've, um, lost a, I've lost a couple on big nights out too. I think I, people say, oh, nice bow tie. I'm pretty sure I just give it to them. It'd be a story. No, not that wooden can't one. can't remember. Yeah, I've, I gave one away the first night. It'd be a I story think. behind the one that uh, we care to think one on Magic Means Day, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I think I was wearing – I think we actually had green and yellow ties. I'm pretty sure I was wearing around my head at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Bit of uh, success out of Bow Desert on Bow Desert Cup Day, Gibbo. Yeah, turn some fortunes around. We are winning. Yeah. Three out of four. Oh, enjoyable. Yeah, we got, we got three out of four. Probably a little bit unlucky not to get the four out of four. They just sort of drifted back on Winner Violet and she sort of overdid it a bit and kept going. She didn't want to get going again. So once she picked up, she really attacked the line and probably needed two more bounds. So three from four. They weren't great prices, but... You can only tip winners, can't you, Brownie? Yeah. It was one of those days. I thought leave Mon- him to water, I always say. <laughs> yeah. You can't make him drink. I actually thought Montez at 250 was – I thought it was the one that might shorten up to $1.50, but uh, it was still a good price. We got the Cup Quinella as well on top of that. So that was good. I, I thought the highlight was probably Gary Hutchison, Greg Cornish, Deborah Ainsworth, Doug Duray, uh, all Bow Desert trainers, yep. all got wins on Cup Day at their home track. I think and they that's always seem to have a bit of luck out of Bow Desert. Those yeah. local trainers, I, you know, they just say horses for courses. It, it does seem to yeah. apply out there. And you mentioned Doug Giroux. It, it was really fantastic yeah. to see him train a winner after um, what's happened with Darlene. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and no, I've been in touch with Doug a fair bit over the last um, couple of weeks since um, Darlene had her fall. And yeah. obviously the family's been doing it tough, but yeah. still... Still getting in there every morning at four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and training horses. So the unbelievable resolve and character of some of these people in the racing industry. Yeah, and we had the um, – it was pretty much – they were all the local trainers, but a lot of Gold Coast trainers had winners on the day as well. Um, this weekend, the rail is at three metres at the Gold Coast. We've got eight races. I'd say would be in the soft range, Brownie. Yeah, just spoke to Steve Andrews uh, this morning. Soft five. Yep. Um, so hopefully we can get to a good four for tomorrow. Yep. There's been a little bit of drizzle around, but not, not yep. that much that should yep. affect it. And the forecast is looking fine. So Yeah, well, I won't give any early tips, but we said last week all their black bookers are running really well and more than number one was another one of those. And I think we've already given the tip for it. So just keep following that horse. I genuinely think it'll win another What do you say, midweek in two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. out. So I think it'd be more a big track horse, but uh, yeah, I just think it'll keep winning and... Uh, I think we can just keep backing up on it. Yeah, just on, obviously we spoke with Michael Costa earlier in the show. Mario Catabiano, he was a trainer that moved up from Warwick Farm to the Gold Coast. Um, 
probably wouldn't mind me saying this, Mario, but in his in his twilight years, um, trained the Bow Desert Cup winner. So yeah. um, outstanding, yeah, great good. result for Mario. So um, his wife works at Magic Millions. So. No, fantastic to see. All right. Well, we're going to get some premiership and track updates after your song, Brownie. <laughs> Sorry. Ian, Ian, <laughs> Ian. This is almost cringeworthy. Ian, <laughs> so, Ian, Ian, Ian. It's my Ian. highlight of each show. <laughs> oh, please, Sal. <laughs> you got All a very right. poor life if that's what, your highlight. <laughs> what's, do, what's doing, Brownie? Premiership, track updates. Well, as we said uh, last week, uh, only three more meetings at the Gold Coast, yep. and I think the premiership races are run and won. So, unfortunately, it's good to promote them towards the, the back end of the season, but I don't think we've got much to promote there. I think um, Jaden Lloyd will take out the apprentices. Yep. Um, yep. Travis Wolfgram, the jockey, and uh, Tony Gollan, the, the yep. trainers' premiership. So, um, But we are going to celebrate um, all those winners and more on the 27th of August, which is our... It's the first time we're going to host this meeting. It's a Friday Gold Coast show holiday um, race meeting. So um, we're actually going to um, race the gold market on that day. So we this year we'll have two gold markets. We had one on Gold Coast Cup Day, which ironically Tony Gollan took out with Baller, <laughs> Glenn Boss. So um, we're going to have another edition of the gold market and hopefully – you know, in years going forward, this will yep. be the home of the gold market this day on the mm, Gold Coast Show holiday. twilight in the future. Well, if we Ooh. get the when we get the lights, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, no reason why it can't be. So I think it'll be it'll be a day that we hope that the Gold Coast community can really rally around, like you know your regional cup yep. race yep. days, you know your Cairns Cups and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So make it a bit of a a feature race meeting going forward. Getting into that little bit warmer weather too, beautiful. Yeah, that's exactly right. So. Um, Apart from that, just obviously touching back on the Bow Desert, we're doing a fair bit of work out there. We've got a brand new irrigation system and we're looking at um, completely refurbishing the sand track out there, so improving those facilities, not just what we've got here at the Gold Coast, but also for our club out at Bow Desert. So um, that's that's work that's still going on. Um, now, we missed the bet. Last oh, week, so I was yes. hoping that we we're going to run out of time again yeah. this week. And it because... opened up at a dollar thirty and drifted out to a dollar ninety and won. So um, bit of egg on our face there, That's but right. you just keep tipping winners. You got about fifty seconds, so I'm happy to sit here and you just talk me into something oh. in the next four. <laughs> well, I thought it didn't get its shot last week. It was heavily backed at Bowie, but we're going to go with Bushido race seven, number seven. Hopefully, it has its win this. Drop Lani caught out of the barriers, oh, slipped to the start, um, <laughs> and. Uh, Lani went to hospital, but she's fine. She's yep. back riding, so no issues there. So it won the race without a rider on top. Hopefully it does it again this week, Sal. Yeah, it was good to us. It let Montez win, so this week it can win for us. But, Sal, you've been on fire with the tipping, so everyone jump on board. And that'll pretty much do us for today. Thanks, Sal. Thanks, Thank Brownie. You. Thanks, Gibbo, Sal. All right, that, that'll do for Off the Rails for the Gold Coast Turf Club on SEN. Remember to download the app so you can listen back and send it to your mates. This is Off The Rails on SEN.